When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, Andy Warhol's portrait of Marilyn Monroe sold for $195 million. To Tony Kornheiser, I thought it would look fun on the wall behind me. I can expense this, I'm assuming, right? ESPN yeah, has that I, kind of money. I don't money. think you're going to expense that. $200 million. Seriously? Yeah. So, but it, it comes under the heading of set decoration. I think a lot of... Cable How much would the Mona that? Lisa sell for now? Like if you just took more it out than of the case in lieu. More than 195 more. million the Mona Lisa would go. I mean, I'd rather yeah. look at Marilyn Monroe than, you know, Mona Lisa. Than Mona Lisa, saying. really? Yeah. That yeah. King Cole sang about Mona Lisa. He didn't sing about Marilyn Monroe. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Tom Brady gets a big broadcasting deal. Tiger and Phil appear ready to play the PGA, and Kendrick Perkins joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with Al Horford, the 35-year-old center of the Boston Celtics, having his greatest playoff game ever, scoring 30 points and pushing Boston past Milwaukee to even that series at 2-2. Horford shot 11 of 14, 5 of 7 from 3, and he defended Giannis Antetokounmpo, limiting him to 14 of 32 shooting. Wilbon, what's the word to describe Horford's performance? Fantastical. Oh, you got to start... <laughs> You got to start an otherworldly conversation dealing with Al Horford. Tony, watching that game last night, and he's hitting those threes and even some floaters. I'm just like, where where is this? Al Horford is a player you want on your team. He's been, I mean, a really fine player. He can defend and give you some offense. He's a great teammate. He's the kind of guy every coach wants around in the locker room. Al Horford, I mean, solid performance professional player. But you don't expect this on the road, Tony, when your starting center, Robert Williams III, is out and you're going to take on maybe the best player in the game today. I know you think that. and We talked that yesterday I do. Uh, uh, about I do. the freak and what he's been, what Giannis has been. It's just, it's a wow. I mean, you keep coming back to every element of what he did last night, defending Giannis. And then offensively, yeah. that dunk he threw down when Giannis made him mad after staring with him, that was high drama stuff, man. That was a duel, and you don't expect Al Horford to get the better of it. We have seen Al Horford for a lot of years. He was drafted by Atlanta, I believe, in 2007. That's a long time ago. He's had, as you say, a very good career. He's a known quantity for us. He had that one bad year when he left Boston and he went to Philadelphia. But the Celtics always liked him. They traded for him. They got him back. He was also the starting center on a repeat NCAA champion at Florida. So for a long period of time, Mike, he's been in the spotlight in critical circumstances in big-time games. And he's always struck me as a guy that you could probably rely on. In the four games so far against Antetokounmpo, he's held him as a primary defender to 36% shooting. Everybody else on the Celtics has had 51%. So if you look at him in total, the words you would use should just not be surprised. 
because he's a professional player and yeah, he, he has is. and has risen. He's yeah. risen to the occasion before. And by the way, Boston yeah. and I, they, I thought they should have won three in a row. They shot 16 for 19 in the fourth quarter last night. You know, Mike, Andre DeCompo is the best player as far as I'm concerned in basketball. But their strategy, according to what I've read, is to tire him out so he can't beat you in the last five minutes. And that worked they last had night. To rest Mike, him. it's not just. It's not just how many points, it's when you get the points. Yes. Yeah, and it's what else your teammates are doing, Tony. And so, I listen, yeah. Boston, I know it's 2-2, okay? And it's hard to bet against Antetokounmpo. But right now, I think Boston is in slight control of this series. Now Horford didn't have to do that again. Me too. All right, all right. He, he stayed. That one game put all them right. in position now to win this series. Let's move to the Stanley Cup playoffs where the Rangers are sticking with their star goaltender after pulling him in each of the last two games. Vezina Trophy finalist Igor Shesterkin got replaced last night job. after giving up five goals to the Penguins in the second period. I hated that result. He lasted only one period the game before, Tone. Got crushed in the first period. Now the Rangers face elimination at home in game five tomorrow night. And Coach Gerard Gallant says Shesterkin is, quote, the best goalie in the league, so I'm going with him. Close quote. Is that the right call, Mr. I-95? Yeah, so he he was the best goalie in the entire NHL in the regular season. This is not the regular season. If my numbers are correct, he's given up 10 goals in the last three periods he's played. That's terrible. And I have a theory about this, Mike. If you go back to game one, the, the game that went triple overtime, Shesterkin yeah. had 79 saves, Mike. That's three games worth of saves for a goalie. That's a week's worth of saves. He had 79 in one game, and they lost. So I think there is a hangover to that. But if you're asking me, would I put him out there? I would put him out there. I would appeal to his pride. I'd say to him, you've been a stud all year. You can be a stud again and get out there. But honestly, Mike, if he gave up a goal early, I'd yank him. Because we got to win this game. You know, we can't, it can't be experimentation with the goalie in this particular game. Tony, also, you know, a head coach has to play some mind games. And he has to express confidence even when he doesn't have confidence sometimes. But he must not have confidence yes. in his backup, who sort of is a nobody. Otherwise, he can say, I'm going to him. And he's not saying that. Tony, it's basically nine goals in two periods. I mean, four goals in the first period in game three, followed by five goals, you know, last night. And so, you know, like I said, I, I hate this because I, you know, I just have this thing about the Penguins, and I just want to see them lose. And so I'm rooting for the Rangers in this series. And you think he's going to bounce back because the coach expresses confidence by pulling him and then putting yeah. him back in. But when you get shelled yeah. a second time, Tony, we see guys, as they say, search for it, goaltenders in the playoffs, and not find it, even great ones. Oh, you're right. And they got to they gotta sort so of wipe the slate clean and reset. There's not time for that now. Goalies are the most important position in all of team sports. Some people think yep. it's a quarterback, but a quarterback's out of the game half the time, and your defense can win a game in football. It's goalie. It's the goalie's goaltender. out there until you pull him, and nobody's sending in a play for the running back. It doesn't work that way in hockey. The goalie is unique. It all lands on the goalie, so we will see. We'll see yeah. what you're stirking. Nice pronunciation, by the way. Guess who was listed as in the field for next week's PGA Championship at Southern Hills in Tulsa. Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, only the two most important, most beloved, and best golfers of the last 25 years. 
Wilbon, which one of these guys playing in the PGA Championship would be the bigger deal? Tiger. Tiger, Tom. I, I, you know, and I don't want to suggest that Phil's ever not a big deal. But given what we saw with Tiger, where, I mean, there was only really one really good round in the Masters, but that had everybody just, you know, out of their minds. And I don't know how, you know, Southern Dune sets up for, for, for Tiger, but Tone Phil is now radioactive. I mean, last week there were the reports, or earlier this week, about losing $40 million in gambling. That's all that's going to be asked of him in a press conference leading up to defend. He's a defending champ. To defending his right. title at the PGA is going to be such a downer. It's not going to be nothing about it's going to be feel good. Tiger, yeah. God knows Tiger's had his own drama and more than Phil over the last, I don't know, 13, 14 years. But still, Tone, if Tiger shows up there, people are going to be happy. They want to see him play. Phil, not so much. Not right now. Yeah, so it's just a small correction. It's Southern Hills. And I wait for moments like Southern this. Hills, Southern Hills, my bad. Because I wait for sincere disagreements. 99.9% of the time, my answer to any golf question is Tiger Woods. Because as yeah. they say about Tiger Woods, he doesn't move the needle. He is the needle. So reflexively, yeah. I want to agree with you and say Tiger, but not this time. No, no, no. Really? See, we've seen Tiger. Yeah, we've seen Tiger recently. We saw him at Augusta. We saw him answer the question as to whether he could walk four rounds. Now we assume he's going to get better. We've heard Tiger recently. He answered every question. He did every single interview. He is known to us more recently. Phil went underground. We don't know what he looks like. We haven't seen him for months. He could have long fingernails and a beard and a ponytail. We don't know. And so the mystery attached to Phil Mickelson right now is far larger than any mystery with Tiger Woods. He made the comments about the Saudi golf league. He got slammed. He lost sponsors. There's all sorts of rumors about him. Everyone assumes he was suspended. To me, Mike, to see Phil Mickelson out there, and as you say, to hear him in the first press conference, tell us the following things. What happened? That's all. What happened? Where have you been? And what's happened? To me, it's Phil. First of all, they could both withdraw, either or both withdraw by Friday still. Tony, it's going to be right. so awkward. It, there's no joy yes. in it. I love it. There's not going to be. I love it. Everything you described leads to a downer. Phil's answer cannot be uplifting. And I look, I'm not a joy boy. I, you know, I've been doing something for a long time that requires some cynicism. But, Tony, I don't, I don't want to see this. Now, I'm just not ready for it. I mean, maybe Phil needs some time away. He said he needed time away. Maybe he needs more time. He's radioactive he right now. Surely you agree he, with that. He's been gone for months. He's been gone oh. for months. You think it's a downer. I think, I think there's a chance for wonder with Phil Mickelson, what we've never seen before. This isn't like you. You're a journalist. No. Come on. <laughs> Come on, I used to be. Michael Ray Wilbon. Let's take a break. Coming up, why are the Mavericks suddenly make me look bad? Me. We'll ask Kendrick Perkins, who also looks bad because he thought they I could make both before. of you look bad. And I tried yeah. started listening to you, which is really silly. Why did James Harden suddenly look like James Harden again in game four? I don't want to I'll see I'll bet Phil, you if man. he has Tiger, Tiger wants to see Phil. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Let's get back into the NBA playoffs with our bestie from NBA Today. I just learned that word. Kendrick Perkins, we're going to start with this. It's the Mavericks and the Suns tonight, and they are tied 2-2. Two to two. You and I both wrote off Dallas at 0-2. I said it was a five-game series. You said it was a four-game series. What were we so wrong about, you and I? Well, 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 Tony, I can't speak for you, but I can speak for me. And shame on me for not realizing or even having the sense to know that role players play better at home. And Dallas was going home, and I should have known better to know that a guy like Finney Smith was going to play better in the game four. I should have known that Jalen Bronson was going to play better at home. And then shame on me for doubting Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd had his team fired up. You remember I came on here and I said about Ime Udoka and the way that the Celtics responded to the Bucs after game one? It's the same thing the Dallas Mavericks did with Jason Kidd. They responded. And I'm talking about their tenacity, their fight, their game plan, even Luka. Right? They wasn't picking on Luka this time. They wasn't calling them up on de- on, on the defensive side of things and saying, hey, let's go at Luka. Luka actually took pride. That is a testament of Jason Kidd and the attention that he has in that locker room. All right. Well, it's certainly a big, 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 big game coming up in a couple of hours here in Phoenix, as you know, Perk. But we're going to jump to the East for a second because I got to get to James Harden question. Do you trust what you saw from Harden most recently? Was that a cameo appearance or can he sustain that <laughs> for another couple of games the rest of the series? What are we looking at here? You know what? I, I, I think – he needed that fourth quarter, and I think this is the James Harden that we're going to see for the rest of the playoffs. You know why? Because he got the big fella back. Now all of a sudden, those driving gaps are wide open. Now all of a sudden, those iso- isolations at the top of the key is not guys loading up. He's able to go to work. Joel and B, I'm so impressed with him. The way that he takes the pressure off of others, including James Harden, that was the that's his savior. And look, if James Harden is to get that max contract, that two hundred plus million, whatever he could possibly get that extension, he need to give about fifty of it to Joel and B. I tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we don't know that we don't know Jaw's status for even the next game. We're gonna have to wait and see about that. But the Grizzlies had every opportunity to win that game, and you have been on the Grizzlies from day one, and you you were gonna look brilliant last night if they had closed. Perk, 
Are they done, or can they climb back into this uh, uh, with at least one more win? It's over. It's over. And you don't know how many times last night I was like, what are you doing? Why? Why did you do that? Pass the ball. Don't like I, I was just yelling at the television. But <laughs> but here's the thing, right? When I look at the Memphis Grizzlies, and I think about that game uh, last night, the Warriors shot the ball horrible. They were like terrible shooting the ball. We haven't seen them shoot the ball like that since Moby Dick was a tadpole, okay? And I think <laughs> with Memphis dropping the ball, not getting that win last night, there is no way that they can recover from that. I actually think that the, the, the Golden State Warriors are going to go into Memphis and get this win in great fashion. Uh, we'll get you out of here on this. It's an officiating question. We had it posed originally in terms of how do players know how a game is going to be called. But Wilbon, who never really criticizes the officials, has criticized the officials this year. So we're using yeah. Wilbon's terminology yeah. here. He says that every year players and coaches complain about officiating, mm -hmm. and usually no one pays any particular attention. But Kendrick, is this the year that the officiating, in fact, is really bad? Yes, it's horrible. It's horrible, and, and it messes up the flow of, of the game. Like, we've been watching some great basketball. We've been watching some great young stars, you know, uh, play wonderful basketball and give the fans what they want. And all of a sudden, the officials are, are, are taking over, and they want a little TV time. Listen, people are not paying their money to go to arenas and watch the officials blow the whistle. People are not paying their money, their cable bill, to turn on the TV and watch the officials blow their whistle. At the end of the day, this is the worst that I've ever seen it at. And I got to agree wow. with Wilborn. They have to clean it up. Like these tick-to-cat files and all these things to that nature, they got to clean them areas up ASAP. Adam Silver is better than that. He's the best commissioner in sports. There you have it, Kendrick, Tom. thank you so much. To me. And also, <laughs> Kendrick, also, way to shout out for people to pay their cable bills. That's good for us. Good job on that. <laughs> Let's take one last break. Still to come, Tom Brady reportedly gets a huge TV deal from Fox. Is it too huge? And how did the White Sox blow a six-run lead in the ninth? I turned the game off. I turned it off. I stayed with Penguins oh, and Rangers. It. I got rid of the oh, White missed, Sox. Yeah. That, that, the White yeah, Sox well. are making me angry, even though they're not my primary Chicago team. They're, not, they're making me angry. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Happy time, people. Happy 32nd birthday, Salvador Perez. The longtime Royals catcher and seven-time All-Star was the World Series MVP in 2015 when the Royals won the championship by appearing to have 100 relievers, all of whom could throw 100 miles an hour. Perez had not been a great power hitter. Twice he had 27 home runs. But last year, he went off for 48 home runs. Nobody had more. Perez had clipped Johnny Bench's 45 home runs in 1970, and he now holds a single-season record for primary catchers who have played at least 75% of their games there. But Perez played 40 games at DH. He had 15 home runs there. Wilbon, should Perez have the catcher's record? No, Bench, who played like eight games out of that box, out of that crouch. I'm going to appeal to your agentness now. Bench or Campanella, greatest catcher of modern times? Which one? Well, Campanella got hurt in the car wreck, so it's Johnny Bench because his career was cut so short. I think that's the case why it's Bench. Happy anniversary, New York Knicks. On this day 49 years ago, the Knicks beat Jerry West, Will Chamberlain, and the rest of the Lakers for their second of two NBA championships. The Knicks starters are drawn into my memory like an Edward Hopper painting. Willis Reed, Dave DeBusher, Bill Bradley, Walt Frazier, Earl Monroe, all Hall of Famers, as fine a starting five as there ever was. They were selfless on the court. They worked the ball around in harmony. The garden crowd was the first to ever chant defense, defense. But let's not get nuts. Two championships total, none in the last 48 years. The Knicks are not the Yankees. No, Tone, and it's sort of, I alternate between, you know, poking fun at you and Stephen A and feeling bad for the Knicks. I mean, I look, I can say all I want about I-95, you know this, despite my teasing, to sit in Madison Square Garden and cover games when the Knicks are good, even when they're just a, a, yeah. a pretty good playoff team, it's exciting as hell. It is, it, it's it is. thrilling, and you don't even get to do it anymore. It's like decades since I felt I was in a playoff game in the Garden. Happy trails to a six-run ninth-inning lead for the White Sox. What the Mets did to the Phillies last week, Cleveland did to the White Sox last night. The White Sox were up 8-2 in the ninth, and then it went south. At one point, the White Sox were one strike away from victory, but Cleveland's Josh Naylor hit a grand slam to tie the game at 8-8. Both teams then scored one run in the 10th, but in the 11th, Naylor hit a three-run homer to win the game 12-9, and he went medieval when he got to the dugout. Naylor, who also had an RBI double in the eighth, became the first major leaguer ever to drive in eight runs from the eighth inning on and the first one ever with multiple three-run homers from the ninth inning on. The White Sox have too much talent for what they're doing. I know they just won like five or six in a row, something like that, but they they have too much talent to just be hanging around 500. This should be a big year for them. It is not so far. Let's go to the big finish. Monty Williams won NBA Coach of the Year award. Wilbon, break down your voting patterns. I voted for Monty, but not wrong to vote for Jenkins or Bickerstaff or Finch or J-Kid or Udoka. You can vote for any of them. Congratulations to Monty. Fox Sports announced that Tom Brady will be his lead analyst whenever he retires. Your thoughts? I'm a little bit surprised. I don't really think he's going to be comfortable in the booth. He's not Peyton Manning. The Avalanche swept out the Predators. Are they your cup favorite now? I may change my mind if Toronto wins game five at home tonight over to Ning, but I'm going with the Avalanche for now. Shohei hit two home runs, including his first slam. Angels beat the Rays. You impressed? 
You ever watch him swing? He doesn't get cheated on a swing. He gets no, he his doesn't. money worth. He goes to kill the ball. Last one, the lowly Reds have suddenly won two in a row. Will they make it three tonight? Yeah, I hope so, Tony. I hope they make it three in a row and keep going to like ten more in a row. I do. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Arthur and Mike and Bernie, shout out. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on the app or Apple Podcast. Big ball night here in the desert, Tone. And now... Good luck to your squad.